Hola, and welcome to the Beauteous Me podcast, a relatable and authentic space for all. Tune in as we share stories of triumph, resiliency, and healing. We do this all while finding its inner beauty. My name is Jamily Whitfield, and the journey begins now. Hola, guys, before we get into this episode, I needed to share something. You know, as a Latina, we grew up on Bustelo. I love my Bustelo. I love my Bustelo the way they make it in Washington Heights, like at the Floridita restaurant, which is where your evaporated milk, your sugar, your cinnamon, your Bustelo. But here's what happened. Coffee was increasing my anxiety. And at night, I had jitters. If I had any extra caffeine, whether I had Bustelo, whatever coffee, my jitters at night were all over the place. After catching COVID in December, I needed to slow down on coffee, partly because I was really sick, but I didn't pick it up because I also wanted to reduce these anxious symptoms. Now, here was the problem. I had little focus because, you know, coffee will have you straight and narrow. I had little focus and I just felt like the stress and the anxiety of everything else. So I came across this really cool product. It's a tiny, tiny bottle. It's called Magic Mind. It's like a little shot. Um, The truth of the matter, how it tastes is if you like little green juices with like a sweetness to it, um, not like pineapple-y taste or whatever, but more like a honey with like a, a greenish kind of juice. Um, that's what it is. It's just one shot. But here's why I like it because it's really all natural. It has L-theanine and it has ashwagandha, which I take ashwagandha anyways. My friend has talked about it for years. And so I've been taking it. My son is taking it. Um, but it helps improve mental clarity. One thing that people have been talking a lot about is nootropics. And I had to do my research on what nootropics were, but nootropics helps boost clarity and focus. Um, so that by noon, by the time that you, you're going to bed in the evening, you don't have that crash, um, that coffee gives you and like the aftermath of anxiety. Now with everything that's been going on in this world, anxiety has been on the up and up. So I would recommend just as your mental health thought leader is to think about reducing coffee and definitely go for something like this. Magic Mind is super totally cool. And because I'm drinking something to help me stay laser sharp, I want the same for you. I want the same for my mommies, for my women who are working so hard and building their businesses. Reduce the coffee. Not to say that, you know, I'm I'm completely taking it away from you, but something much healthier. Um, So I want to gift you something. I want to gift you 40% off. So let me give you my code. Go to www.magicmind.co slash beauteous. And my code is beauteous20. Guys, 40% off. Try it. Let me know. Send me a message on my Instagram or email me and let me know what you thought about it. All right. Now let's get into it. Hi, guys. Welcome back for another episode of the Beauteous Me podcast. I'm excited to bring another amazing female here, Nicole. Nicole. Oh, my goodness. I'm excited to have this conversation because a lot of my episodes have been around how do we move from healing? How do we transition? How do we level up into becoming a coach? But your story is so unique and different. You are changing the way in this world on how people should scale their businesses. And I'm so excited to have this conversation because everything that's being put out there, especially with the great resignation, is that people are opening up their own businesses. There are more and more entrepreneurs um, and, and people are just trying to figure it out, especially if you've been living a nine to five world. So guys, let me just tell you who Nicole is. Nicole helps motivate driven 
fitness entrepreneurs, and health coaches successfully market their business online and hit their six-figure dream in three to six months. Wow. As a former personal trainer, studio owner, and longtime business coach for our industry, Nicole knows what it's like. Her programs are about scaling six figures in three to six months on average using the exact same strategies she used to build her boot camp from start up to six figure in less than six months. I'm I'm so excited to talk to you about this. (laughs) She scaled her online coaching business from startup to over 1 million. Guys, did you hear that? 1 million a year in revenue in less than two years. Last year, she took her business to the next level. Talk about leveling up and made over 2.3 million in revenue. Nicole, oh my God, you are a badass. Thank you for being here. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. So I always ask all of my guests is the first question I always ask, tell us your story. What inspired you to move and do this? Yeah. I mean, I think it goes way back to really just not, I think not knowing what I wanted to do with my life and trusting a series of nudges and intuitive hits and events. So I actually started as a high school English teacher. That was my first career. Interesting. And um, yeah, and hated that. <laughs> and then um, I went and got a master's degree. It's very obscure. It's in Holocaust and genocide studies. And I wanted to work for the UN. That was my big dream. And very long story short, that didn't happen. And I accidentally became a personal trainer because I was tired of waiting tables with a master's degree. And so I got into personal training. I did the corporate fitness thing, moved. Uh, to a small town where I didn't know anyone, opened my boot camp. It was very successful. Like I said, I hit I hit the six figure run rate in about the first four months, and then um, and then I uh, sold it actually three years and one month from the day that I opened it. And about a year before that, I had been recruited by. I was a client of a fitness business coaching company, and I had been recruited by them to um, do some contract coaching work for them, and I loved it. And I actually I would say within six months of opening my boot camp, I was more in love with running a business than I was with coaching health and fitness, which I didn't think would be possible. But um, that's kind of just what happened. And uh, because of that, so I, I started doing this contract business coaching. And eventually, um, I kind of ran the coaching department in that company. So I was all over the world teaching fitness business um, from Australia to the UK and everywhere in between. That was great until it wasn't. And then I broke out on my own about four and a half years ago and started the company that I have today. And I I love business coaching. And I I kind of specialize in the health and fitness industry just because that's my background. But I actually love working with coaches. As long as people want to have an online coaching business, that is something that I can help with. So anything we share today, if you're talking to business owners who want to have online coaching businesses, um, and probably things even beyond that will be applicable. I think it's important and I'm glad that you're here, you know, for selfish reasons sometimes. <laughs> I always yeah. tell my guests, I'm like, there's always something that I learn. Um, but what I want to get from you and I want to kind of plug from your brain is how does a person grow their business in such a short time frame? Like what is the most important thing that someone should do? Because I have seen, again, like I said earlier, is like with the great resignation, so many people started launching businesses, but some people feel stuck. Some people don't. Some people are still trying to kind of navigate and figure out because there's so much expected to do. Um, but what, what would you you know, advise? Like what can you you know, tell us about this? 
Yeah, I think that the thing, like first and foremost, to remember for people is that, especially if you're in the coaching industry and even just online business in general, because it's so big and it's so such a loud space, is that relationships are the key, right? So building trust, building relationships, giving, adding value, and I think really having the expectation that you have to earn people's trust is has been the thing that has been the most impactful for me personally. And really, when I teach clients to build their businesses, it's based on that concept of uh, connecting with people, building trust, building relationships. Because you know, I, I know back when I had my boot camp, um, you know, I, I opened it in 2012, and in 2013, Facebook ads for small business became a thing, and it was like a lottery machine. You'd put $1 in, you get $5 out. And it was pretty much every time guaranteed copy didn't need to be good. Images could be blurry. It just didn't matter because there was not a lot happening in that space at the time. And I think that a lot of people still come into online coaching and they might think, oh, well, I just need a website. And then once I launch that website, magic happens. Or they're like, oh, you know what? If I just do this click funnels thing, all the magic is going to happen. Or they think that ads still are like a guaranteed return. And so what I tell people is that you have to learn how to connect with people, build relationships, mm-hmm. and really master your organic marketing, right? Like your non-paid marketing before anything else will work for you. Because it, literally every single time I've talked to someone, especially in the last couple of years, who's gone straight from like, oh, I have this idea, I want to start selling coaching or whatever, into ads, websites, funnels, that kind of stuff, they get literally zero return pretty much every single time. So mm-hmm. it just proves to me over and over again that the the relationship-driven component is that most important thing. So how would one then build relationship with others? Yeah. So I think it's a couple of steps, right? It's about connecting with your people first, which is knowing who your people are. And so I call this connecting with your soulmate client, right? So a lot of people use terminology like avatar and target market niche and you know whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the terminology soulmate client because I truly believe that there are people on earth that can only have the transformation that they desire when they work specifically with you, right? So there are people in the world who will only build and grow these amazing businesses when they work with me, yeah. just like when I had my boot camp, there were women in there. I specialized really in working with women kind of around the menopause years with a lot of weight to lose. Mm-hmm. And there were women there who had tried for 20 plus years and they finally had that transformation when they were with me. And the same is true for you. The same is true for anyone who is looking to be some type of transformation facilitator for people is that we have those soulmate clients. And so I think understanding who those people are is definitely the first step. And then you know, connecting with people, right? And there's a lot of different ways to do that. So you can do that um, offline in your local community. You can be doing business networking. You can be building so many, so many different ways to build relationships and partnerships and things like that in your local community. But obviously, we live in an online world now. So understanding how to create content that connects on social media, and I am a big fan of and a big proponent of email marketing as well, but understanding how to connect with people through those platforms by creating content that feels relevant for them, whether it's that you are, you know, kind of talking about the problems that they're facing and and talking about solutions for those problems, making them feel like transformation is possible for them, making them not feel alone. And of course, also sharing parts of your own story so that you can 
be that relatable person, right? So people can see themselves in you. So I think it comes down to looking at all the different ways that, okay, number one, who is my person? And then how are all these different ways that I can get in front of them and connect with them and really build that trust? And I think it's a process that Mm -hmm. takes time. It starts a little bit smaller. You'll have those like hardcore people who are like your people from the beginning. But when you consistently show up and you just do it more and more and more and more, it just creates that snowball effect. So... Hopefully that answers your question. No, that's very helpful. Um, One thing that I have been seeing a lot, you know, like once you search something or once you follow certain people, like all these ads come up on your Instagram and funnels. And and, um, what I find interesting is that there are so many people that are like coaches and, oh, I can, don't worry. You don't need ads. You don't need this. You don't need that. And Mm -hmm. guaranteed you're going to make money. Um, And of course, for some people, it's it's confusing, right? So if you've had a coach or if you have a coach, Um, some coaches are under the premise of quick funnels, um, click funnels. Um, you need to, you know, build relationships, but also you need to do this. Like there's just so like a huge list of things to do. What would you recommend? Because obviously you are a badass in your industry for someone to kind of market in order to then scale. Yeah. Well, I think it's a couple of different things, right? And you're absolutely right. And I think it's so important that people sift through all of the noise, right? I'm actually, total side side note, I will be releasing this summer a business coaching certification. So it's designed to help take any type of service-based business owner and help them become a business coach in their industry. There's a requirement that they've made at least six figures in their own business because there's a lot of that out there. And I see it I mean, a lot in the fitness industry, people who can't make their own, for example, fitness business work. And they're just like, oh, well, there's more money in business coaching anyway. So I'm just going to go do that thing. Right. Mm-hmm. And so there's like a lot of that stuff happening out there. And it can be really hard to know what's real and what isn't. So, you know, I, I think when it comes to when it comes to that particular thing, you have to do a little bit of research, right? I think it's really important that who you're looking at or who you're following or whatever has a lot of client testimonials, right? Mm -hmm. Like understanding that they've worked with people like you and that they help people like you with the transformation that you desire. Um, Not just screenshots, like clients actually talking about the results that they've gotten doing the work with that particular coach. And I, I think more than anything else, like just taking some time to consume someone's content and be like, okay, well, like, is, it, is this very, is it very surface level or do I feel like this person really knows what they're talking about? And maybe even equally as importantly, do I connect with and do I resonate with this person? Because I think that you have to feel that uh, energetic connection and the belief and the backing in what someone is teaching because there isn't just one right way to build a business, right? And there are certain industries where I'm sure you could just go and scale with ads like right away, right? And there's other industries mm-hmm. where, you know, yeah, go get go get click funnels going, go get automated webinars going. Like go go do all of those things, but it is a little bit industry specific. So I would just say like do your homework, make sure that there's lots of testimonials and then of course, um, make sure that you really feel connected to and resonant with that person and learn their process for helping to build a business because Again, there's there's certainly not just one one right way to do it, but I think it's also just to take that one step further, looking at you know what do I feel aligned with, right? Because there are programs out there that'll charge you ten thousand dollars and they'll give you a script and say, hey, go friend two hundred people on Facebook every month and send yeah. all these cold DMs, and it's like, okay, well that's maybe one way to do it. It's just not. 
how I would want to do it, right? So I don't know if that answered your question, but <laughs> no, no, I think that, that's helpful. no. It, it is a it it is lots of thoughts, and I also think about it um, from a consumer perspective, right? So I have some coaches, and you have you know one has coaches in different areas. There's a coach that's helped me um, learn how to build my private practice. Um, a coach that's helping me like how to organize myself with finances, etc spiritual coach, like you, you know, you, you end up having like a coach for every different niche. Totally. Um, but I think when you're starting, right. And I'm, I'm thinking about those who have the, from idea to launch, if you will. So when you're mm-hmm. starting from idea to launch, how does one then in three months or six months able to scale their business in that yeah. capacity from idea to launch when there is so much information overload, like you can Google this, and you'll get this. You can Google this and you should do NLP coaching. You should do this kind of coaching. You could do life coaching. You could be relationship. Like there's so many different things. And obviously I do agree with you. You have to go with someone who you connect with, who you can build trust with. You shouldn't go with someone just because they have 10,000 followers on social media. You have to actually connect with this person. And are they going to be able to give you what you need? Because this is an investment. You know, you're investing in yourself and you have to, you know, make sure. But I'm sorry, I digress. But <laughs> no, 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 I agree. <laughs> How does one, you know, in, in that time frame. Yeah. So I think it comes down to a couple of different things, right? And the time frames are different for everyone. I've had people go to six figures, like hit, you know, between eight and 10 K in the first 30 days and never look back. Like that happens all the time. And then some people it'll take them nine months or 12 months. And then there's people who are a little bit slower starters and it'll take them a little longer. But my whole thing is like, I teach people what I just consider to be a very diverse approach to marketing and selling their business. So like the actual process that I walk my clients through, so they're able to, from concept to launch and to starting to sell their program, it's four weeks. So in the very first week... Yeah. (laughs) Well, so in the very first week, they're defining their offer, right? Because some people Mm -hmm. come to me with already an offer created, but most do not. So we figure out, okay, you know, who is your soulmate client and what problem, what transformation are you helping them solve? Then we're kind of Mm -hmm. reverse engineering. We're like, okay, there's this person, they have this goal. What do they need to learn? What do they need to do in order to get that transformation? Then, okay, what are the deliverables of the program? What does the pricing look like? So I have people make decisions very quickly around that. And I push people to make decisions around that probably at a at a pace that's uncomfortable for a lot of them because I've seen it way too many times to where you know someone tries to do it on their own and 6 months later I check back in with them and they're like I'm still trying to figure out who my my niche is and I'm like no like just pick a starting point right because as you grow and as you get experience things are going to up level they're going to evolve so it's trying to get it perfect from the beginning is a useless task so mm-hmm. we get them to make decisions we get them to completely map out their program and start creating it then the second step is always getting their messaging dialed in so it's like what are you saying to people in a way that is going to get the attention of your soulmate client to make them want to keep listening to you and to number one, help them believe that the transformation that they desire is possible for them and that you are the person to help them with that transformation. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of the second step. The third thing is that they have to understand how to pitch their offer and sell it. So pitching happens in marketing to get people from just paying attention to actually inquiring. And it happens within the sales conversation. Like, how are you presenting your offer? So those are the, that's like the first three weeks of what we do. And then by week four, I teach a three-step launch process. So they're able to get it out there into the world. And the first step is really just gauging the temperature of their audience. And for some people, I've had them get 
10, 15 new clients, literally from just seeing if people are even ready. And then other people learn, hey, I haven't quite shown up enough consistently because throughout that time frame, they are creating social media content every day, right? So that's kind of like the first thing because you can't just show up out of the blue and be like, hey, who wants to buy my program, right? right? Like you have to have built that that trust. So simultaneously, in addition to like all of those things, they're creating their content. And so then we test the temperature of their audience. It's like either they start booking sales calls immediately or they are like, hey, you know what? I need to go back and do a little bit more content. And the, to kind of answer your question at a, at a bigger level. So I just think understanding what that first little time period looks like is so important because it's fast, um, intentionally so, because people could spend months and years on that. So, and then after that, what I teach, so like I have a coaching program that's 16 weeks long. It's basically all about offer creation, marketing sales. That's the entire um, focus of the program. And of course we talk, I don't sell this on the front end, but it's a lot of mindset and we do a lot of energy work as well. So they don't know that they're necessarily getting that, but (laughs) I think that's the part that's really transformational. But anyway, so I teach within that 16 week program over 20 different tactics for acquiring clients. So that's what I mean by having a, like a very robust approach because over you, I think in the beginning, you want to experiment with a lot of different things. That's why I was, that's why my bootcamp grew so quickly. I was in this little town in Southeast Georgia where I didn't know anyone And I was like getting ready to open a a fitness studio and I was like, I better meet people. (laughs) Like I was at every business networking meeting possible. I was at my HOA meetings. I was at skincare parties I didn't want to go to. I was doing kettlebell demos in the middle of the Brunswick, Georgia mall. Like I was literally everywhere I could be meeting people. And so, um, because this was really before people were using social media for business. Right. So, you know, I give my clients like, cause most people just don't know what they don't know. So I give them all of these different strategies for getting in front of people, for building that connection and growing. And then over time, my goal is for them to figure out the four to six different tactical pieces, uh, to work on repeat that are going to work best for them. So I do have clients who I have a client who she's been working with me since June of 2019. She just messaged me this morning. She just had her first, um, she just had her first $60,000 a month in her business. And she was making $2,000 a month, two and a half years ago. And, um, she is one of those people who it's, it's the power of social media for her. She does social media and email marketing and that's it. And that's what's really worked for her. Now I'll have other people who build their entire business through offline marketing tactics. And many people do a combination of both, which I think is, you know, really the more realistic and ideal thing. So anyway, so it's a lot of different opportunities. I think, one of the biggest mistakes that I see both coaches make when they're hiring other coaches and business coaches teaching is what I call the one tactic approach. And a lot of the time, it's just a reflection of what they know or what's been successful for them. So you'll see coaches who just teach Instagram marketing. It's like, oh, just post on Instagram and you'll build your business. You'll see other coaches who do just Facebook group everything, right? And it's like, you know, here, that's, that's all you're going to need to build and grow your business. And then other people who are just all ads or whatever. And I just think that in the beginning, the one tactic approach is it's, it's detrimental. So anyway, that was a long answer to, a, no, but I think, to your question. But I think that's important because, um, there's not a one prong approach to building a business. There's so many different right. things that you have to see what's tried and true for you. 
because you might have a big following on Facebook. You might be part of a crock pot community and everyone, you know, like waits for your crock pot recipes or something. And that's your, that's your niche right there. Like that's who you're going to contact and connect with. Or you might be part of a mom's group or, you know, whatever, or singles or divorce, whatever it is. And, and that might be where your niche is, like wherever you have like that presence. So I'm glad, I'm glad that you said that and that you, um, pushed relationship being important. And especially in this digital age that, um, even if you can't meet someone face to face, but being part of these online groups has like a, a big presence. Um, with that being said, what about building courses? I'm seeing so many people doing like, um, passive income with building courses, um, building, you know, books or journals or et cetera. But what yeah. building courses that you feel that, um, can also help you, uh, scale your business? Well, so I'm actually not a huge proponent of what I call volume-based businesses. So I like to teach people to build coaching businesses, right? Because those are going to be higher ticket sales. Um, you're going to have, you know, your people are going to have more transformation. Uh, I mean, course completion statistics are like 3%. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, so, so um, and, and what I have found to be true over and over and over again is that for people to make money in lower ticket items is that they have to have a massive audience of buyers. Um, I have probably close to like 22, 23,000 people in my audience at this point between my different platforms. And I would still not make money on (laughs) on selling like low ticket stuff. So, um, so, you know, it's, I'm not a huge fan of that. Um, I think people can certainly do it. It's just, and and I think the marketing process is, is definitely very similar for that. Um, but of course, you know, with needing volume, you just need a lot more people. So I think that that's always something for people to keep in mind. And from my experience too, you can create, you know, very high value coaching programs that you charge, you know, multiple four figures for that aren't super time intensive for you, right? So all of my programs are group coaching based programs. Mm-hmm. So it's maximum, you know, uh, time efficiency for me and I think also just having a really dialed in process for my clients allows them to get those transformational results that coaching supports as well. So I don't know if that was the answer that you're looking no, for, but I just don't advocate volume. Yeah. I know. I think that's helpful. I think um, if I'm, I guess I was bringing it from a, a perspective of multiple streams of income, like, mm-hmm. you know, having courses and also, you know, offering the coaching business to help yeah. you like just stream, um, have multiple streams of income, especially in this age. Um Wow, Nicole, you've given us so so much good content, um, especially with the high ticket items and focusing on that. And I think those who are starting coaching businesses really should focus on high ticket items because that's what's going to kind of help you scale your business and get you to um, the goal, your financial goal that you you yeah. reach to, which is super amazing. Now, what are three tools that you can kind of give to our audience listeners on um, building their business? Do you want like um, like practical tools, like softwares, or or, or just any tools? <laughs> any tools? Any tools? Any tools? Okay, so I would say that there are a few things that I, that immediately come to mind. Number one is. Um, is your learning and continued education. It is everything. Um, like you, you were saying, you have multiple coaches. I do too. I have like seven or eight different coaches that I work with all for different things right now. Um, there is never an end game with your learning. Uh, you know, even having done over $2 million last year, I'm looking to hit 4 million this year. I spend more and more money on learning and growing myself because it's the most important thing. Um, and I think that, you know, 
you just, sometimes you don't even know what you don't know. And I think that we have to stretch ourselves. I think that we have to make big, bold moves um, because it not it's not just about the practical things that you learn that then you can go out and implement because that's only part of what the power of coaching does when you're working with the right person. Um, for me, mm-hmm. some of the mentors that I've worked with that have made, helped me make the biggest shifts that have then led me to making more money have had nothing to do with strategy. They've had everything to do with helping me shift my own energy and shift my belief mm. systems, right? Mm. And I can I can tell you I've done more work like I've been doing personal development for over 10 years, you know, basically since I got into entrepreneurship and I've been heavily heavily time and money invested in um more spiritual work, more energetic work and more um mindset work since about August of last year mm-hmm. uh than ever before and my income has grown exponentially um as a result of that and it's not not even been any change in the strategy and I can tell you it's like it's just so powerful. So yeah, I, I would that. always say number 1 always ha- always continue learning and have support both in like strategy and energy personal management type stuff. That has been my biggest key. I've done it from day 1 as an entrepreneur and it's been the best thing. So that's just the first thing I would think. I think the second thing I would suggest is and this is kind of an extension of the last answer but for me it's been the power of visualization. Mm-hmm. So like and I did it before I even knew what it was or why it would work. So when I was getting ready to open my bootcamp, there was this like six month space between the time that I had made the decision to do it and the time that it actually happened, um, you know, getting locations and doing build outs and all that stuff. And I spent so much time thinking about what it was going to be and what it was going to look like and what side of the, you know, where the mirrors would be when you walked in and what the colors would look like. And it literally, I, and I was doing that before I even knew where the space was I'm going to be. And it's, <laughs> yeah. And it literally played out that way. Right. And you know, I've done a lot of the the same work here. So I, this might sound a little like woo woo for people who aren't into it, but it's like, I try to spend a lot of time with the version of myself that I want to be. So I'm very clear, like I have a really big goal that I want to hit in the next five years. And I try to spend a lot of time with her and like thinking about her and what her energy is like and where she is and what the expression on her face is like, and really just giving myself embodied experiences of who I want to become and where I want to be in my life, right? And I always think about making decisions as her, not as who I am today. Because if you make decisions from your current reference point, you just continue to create those results, right? So it goes down to, again, making those big, bold moves, continuously stretching yourself into extreme discomfort, doing things that don't even make sense sometimes, I, I just think is is really powerful. Um, and then let's see, a third thing, a third thing. Those are kind of my two big ones. I would say is get really good at giving value in all the ways in your content. And Mm -hmm. what I mean by that is, again, it's speaking to your person and helping them you know, see that you're for them, helping them start to solve their problems, like really just getting so good and dialed in at speaking to your person. Second part of that is get really good at connecting with them through sharing your own stories and your own vulnerabilities and um, just and and being completely transparent. One of the things, I mean, my business is called Authentic Conversion, but like one of the things that people say to me all the time when they hire me is like, I just resonate with your energy so much. You are just so authentic. And I think they feel silly saying that because it's like my business name, right? But it's like, be as you as you can be. You don't need to be anyone else to be successful. And then um, the, you know, I think the third part of adding value is 
well, there's two other things I'll say, is know your stuff. Like when people hear me talk about marketing or creating social content, I am not talking surface level. I've had countless people say to me, when other people talk, it's like stuff I could just look up in any blog post. When you talk, like I can tell you know. And a lot of it's because I created the methodologies that I teach and I just know it so well inside and out. But um, but know your stuff and talk in granular detail, right? It just separates you. It, it builds a, a next level of trust. And just one little extension of that, I think, is also through your content, differentiating yourself from everyone and everything else out there, right? Mm-hmm. So whether it's using your own, like I like to make up a lot of like terminology and language and phrases and that kind of stuff. So I use a lot of that. Um, and, but I also position very heavily against other um methodologies and that kind of thing. And I'm not shy about that and saying why I believe my program is better for my market than other programs. I don't call out anyone or anything right. specifically, but but like I'm very comfortable with articulating why I'm different, why I have the best solution on the market for people who want to do the thing that I help people do. So those would be my, oh, my tips, I think. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Nicole, where can people find you? Yeah. So um, I am Nicole.Authentic.Conversion on Instagram, which I honestly, I don't love Instagram. So <laughs> be warned. Um, uh, and Nicole Spencer on Facebook. And then actually I have a great Facebook group. And, you know, if you're, even if you're outside of the fitness industry, you're totally welcome. It's, um, it's uh, Authentic Conversion, Organic Six Figure Fitness Business. Love it. Love it. Nicole, thank you so much for spending this time and dropping some amazing, amazing jewels. I think it just, it's its refreshing. And I love what you said is that you should always be a student and I'm always a student. Even when yeah. I have any guests on my podcast, I'm still listening with intent yeah. or reading their books with intent and, and grasping because I'm forever going to be a student. So thank you love so, that. so much for being here and spending this time. Guys, look up Nicole. If you are looking to start your coaching business, oh, She's going to make you scale. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Love it. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. I hope this episode fed your soul. Please be sure to download new episodes. You can also head on over to rate, review, and subscribe. For more updates, find us at www.iambeauteousme.com or on Instagram at iambeauteousme. Don't forget to use the hashtag beauteousmepodcast for your feedback.